calling me Mickey. Well, that rah-rah never was the icon issue. Pop is bizarre. I'm covering the icon issue. I got issues. Yeah, bitch. I got issues. W-O. Welcome to I Got Problems Podcast episode, let me see because I forgot, 19. <laughs> wow, we're, we're doing really good. I think with the episodes, like, we're, we're, we've, come, we've come a long way. Keep up yeah. with our social media because we just might be giving away free $20. I mean, any money that's free money is good money. Do we have any, um, whatchamacallit, positive remarks? I don't know. Because- I actually don't have my phone on hand to look at the reviews. I don't, I, maybe we'll do it on the next episode. Anyway, that no, no problem. We'll shout you guys out on the next episode. Um, so yes, my name is Sandra and my co-host here is Doyen. And this episode, we're going to be talking about, I don't know, like, I guess this is more of a weird topic, but not really because you guys are aware and 80% of y'all probably have done this. 90%. Yeah, 90%, 99.9%. Like, don't lie, you know, if, especially if you went to college, you were exposed, okay? So this topic this week is going to be marijuana, you know, sweet MJ, okay? Should it be legalized in the United States? I mean, we know you go to other countries like, for one, Jamaica, and it's pretty much a pastime activity, you know, like mm-hmm. smoking marijuana everywhere is, is a thing. You can buy it anywhere on the street. A little kids will sell you marijuana in Jamaica. Like I've seen it happen. So it's, yeah. it's, why is it such a big deal here? Why is it such a problematic thing here? And why do people actually have to have their lives ruined for something that is so menial in other countries? And to make it even worse, people who are being arrested for marijuana usage are mostly minorities, even though it's not a lot, it's not minorities that are using the most marijuana, mm-hmm. but they're the ones getting arrested the most and i think that's 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 the most frustrating part of this discussion personally for me is why are people like me brown black even younger you know kids under 21 having their records you know being ruined at such a young age because of something that's so you know simple and 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 yes we get it it's a drug you know all the parents out here against drugs are going to be out here trying to fight us saying it's a drug it's a drug it's a drug we get it but compared to other drugs I mean, really, if a kid is going to use a drug, what would you want them to use? Do you want them to take meth? You know, you want them to take something else that could possibly leave them blacked out and in, in the street, not knowing what's happening or something that's past some activity and used for pain, you know, like, and, and, and I, I, I guess I'm more frustrated now because I know that it's becoming legalized, but the people who went to jail for these drugs are still there, you know, so <laughs> it's being legalized now all of a sudden. The country's figured out a way to capitalize off of this drug that was so illegal for so long. And now it's, it could reduce pain. It could stop your headache. It could stop your back pain. It could be used for cancer therapy, for all these things. And it's like, what about the people who were in jail for having an eighth on them? You know, what about the people who have their records ruined because now they can't get a job in certain areas because they had a a piece of maybe even a blunt on them that's Mm -hmm. not fair there needs to be some type of reparations for those people if we're going to make this thing illegal and actually read an article that says by 2021 they're expecting this whole thing to be completely legalized especially if trump doesn't win election um this year they're saying that by 2021 because of how many states have now um, legalized marijuana because right now 11 states um, have uh, 11 states have legalized it for adults over the age of 21 and it's legal in 33 straight states for medical use so because of the bill that was passed previously even though the, the bill wasn't passed actually it was introduced and it hasn't been passed yet because they're just 
I guess they're they're putting it on hold. They don't want to let it let pe- people run free. They don't want people to run wild. So the the bill is still on hold, but the legislation that was put out never made it to the House for a vote. So now we're thinking maybe with new presidency, you know, if Democrats can capture more Senate in the House that can vote for this law, maybe the bill will be legalized and maybe by 2021. You know, so now mm-hmm. we want to really break down and talk about really some facts about marijuana, types of marijuana the statistics of people who are, you know, jailed in with marijuana and our personal experiences with marijuana. So with that being said, Doyne, you want to add anything before we jump into this? I mean, I don't feel strongly about this. I, I'm not a marijuana user. So, <laughs> well, there's that one question I was going to ask you. <laughs> no, you asked, have I ever, that's different from if I am a user, I don't use it. Oh, okay. 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 I can, I can correlate with that. But yeah, I don't use it. Like I haven't touched it in, I I just don't use it. So I can't relate on the personal level of those that feel very like, oh, it's not really a drug or it's a herb. Every day, like that's their, like, it's a pastime activity for them. Like, I I don't want to relate people like that, but I do definitely feel like people should not be in jail for extended amount of time because of their past possession of marijuana. You didn't have a record because that record stops you from achieving goals. Once you come out, it limits your possibilities. That there's a different stance on the use of marijuana in our country, that they need to take the appropriate actions so that people are not still suffering from the consequences of something that was, you know, an archaic uh, thought process. Cause that was an archaic thought process. It was, Mm -hmm was just as bad as crack as cocaine as whatever else it was but now that we know that you know people don't perceive it that way i don't know what the the the, tr- the change has been we have somehow just decided marijuana is just not that bad and right. there's like you said it's legal in 11 states now you can use it medically in 33 states i mean everybody kind of just uses it everywhere regardless right. of that. So it's, why, it's because it's being monetized. It's being capitalized. It's being used for medicine and drugs. They can tax on it. It's not an undercover drug deal anymore. It's more, you know, the United States can keep track of it. And that's the problem. That's, yeah. that's the issue is now the people who are in jail for doing it, I guess, under the table, are they going to remain there for life while the country now makes money off of it? Yeah, so know, like, my biggest thing is I just feel like now that you have, we have rolled out all these programs and legal ways of how marijuana is to be sold and bought. Now the government needs to roll out a policy of what they're going to do for people that are implemented for passing. if it's like not that, if, if, if you weren't caught with a gun or yeah. anything else, like if it was literally just holding, they need to let these people go out free. Yeah. And there are people who are actually in jail that can't come out because they just couldn't get a court date or bail bond. So marijuana is the most commonly used psychotropic drug in the United States after alcohol. And more than 11.8 million young adults reported marijuana use in the past year. Its use is more prevalent prevalent amongst men than women. Yep, okay. I, I, can see I that. agree. I definitely see a lot more <laughs> men within my area smoking it more. And for me, like you said, like I, I think I only, I don't That's smoke That's just... for alcohol, though. Like alcohol, oh, alcohol is winning by a long shot. Like they're winning. But, um, the, I think the second fact we have here is in 2019 that were there were 1,675 federal sentences for marijuana specific drug trafficking. Which I feel like the word trafficking is kind of overused here because if I'm just taking a drug on me and maybe going to a friend's house and I happen to have enough weed for us to smoke they'll probably label that shit trafficking. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh, you have more than enough for one person. It's no longer, you know, if, if it's enough to sell, 
basically it's laws and I, I guess that's that's what comes with the territory right when you have the government involved and you're saying legalize mm-hmm. they're still gonna have constraints and things yeah. that they're gonna look at and say they're gonna try to control it when does this become a crime right mm-hmm. so certain things are acceptable but when you reach a certain threshold then it becomes a crime so that's always going to be the case and and, and i feel like right. that. if you're saying legalize it then you have to accept that if you have more than x amount then it's a crime just like if you have more than x amount of alcohol they can question you and that's say true. do you sell it do you have a license then you have to start answering mm-hmm. questions so right. i don't think it's too crazy that they call it trafficking or whatever i mean it sucks if you're caught with it Right. I I don't know. I don't know what level they catch you with and put you in jail because I feel like if somebody had like a a joint on their hand and you're going from X to Y and then you're pulled in jail and that's called trafficking, I feel like that's more extreme than somebody with a full bag of weed. You know, like if they're all categorized under that trafficking name, it's not fair to those who obviously barely did anything wrong and were probably using their personal. They better not be putting nobody in jail for having a joint like right right and that's that's what we're trying to get with all the states in the united states i don't think they'll ever say everybody get this weed and you know blah blah but they'll never advocate for that but they'll probably make it legalized in a medicinal way and a way where they can still kind of watch how much each person has just so they can have some type of rule over it Mm -hmm. same thing for prostitution you know they have um the escorts and stuff the businesses are legal because they it's a legal business and you can tax for it but a prostitute on the side of the road making her own money is going to be arrested you know like yeah. i always think because the government doesn't have a way to kind of oversee what you're doing and, and make yeah. money from it you know like the like the overall pimp of the whole <laughs> business yeah. they can't get their share so they they get mad so mm-hmm. as a result you end up in jail but um anyway so if the second least trafficked drug in the united states is i guess you know marijuana so in 2019 13.4% of convicted marijuana traffickers were white did you hear that so let's just <laughs> put that out there that's a pretty big amount and 14.1% were black which is only 1% more so yeah. and, and and the idea that people try to make it seem like only black people use drugs when we know damn well you know like and not even that i think we're just always criminalized you know in general um, and no matter what we do, we're always the, the scapegoat of, of the scenario. And it sucks for black people. But if 14.1% are black people using marijuana and 13.4% are white people, why is the you know stress more placed on the black people, especially the amount of black people in jail for this offense? It's pretty ridiculous to me. 67.6% were Hispanic. Y'all, that supersedes everything. <laughs> supersedes 14% black and 13% white. That is insane. And 5% were another race entirely. 75.2% were considered career offenders. So I guess they'd be doing this all the time. 9.2 were armed career offenders. That means those people are moving the drugs. They carry guns. They're watching for that shit. This is their job. Like they are the ones I feel like, okay, if they're going to go to jail, those people, maybe they can go to jail because one, they're already carrying, they're carrying armed, you know, materials and stuff. And then they're also moving drugs. So it's, it's, it's a whole thing. It makes me think of the cartel. You think that's what they mean by armed career offenders? Like the drug cartels? Well, I'm guessing that that's why 67.6% were Hispanic because maybe they're looking. That makes more sense. Into gang activity and they can't catch them on anything but they can catch them on marijuana offenses oh okay process because there's no way like the other thing i was gonna say about like the white black thing but we know that like black people are policed more and we're six times more two times more likely to get convicted of something 
Yeah. So that's, that's pretty insane how the system is so trash. But as you can see, you know, white people are obviously the group that obviously are the biggest group, but yet 80% of minorities, is Hispanic and Black included, are the ones who are, you know, being caught for these offenses. And it, it kind of sucks. It, it really is sad to see. But um, I guess... What, what can we do about it right now? I mean, I guess we're doing something about it by talking about it, but like all we can do is hope that the law changes slightly in favor, but we still don't know how well the law is going to change for those already in jail or already, you know, chastised by this, by this whole thing. Like, what are, what are they going to do about it? Are they going to clean out their record? Like, what are they going to do? You know? Um, cultural cleansing and some cultural changes by the people who are doing the policing. So the people that are actually making these arrests and actually going around looking for people, they need, they need training on implicit bias. I think that what needs to happen is that we need to reappropriate the reason why we're policing, right? So in the past, policing was done for a different reason and there hasn't been changes. The changes haven't caught up with present day. And in my opinion, we just need to kind of catch them up with present day. And I understand that there's a lot more that goes into it. There's going to be a lot of barriers. There's a lot of people that don't want to change. And in that case, I think that there should be consequences and people like that should not be allowed on a police force. You know, there needs to be so much with this whole police thing, but I don't remember the point that I was trying to make. They're like deeply ingrained. I I mean, it's just the system. Like they're deeply ingrained in the system. We're talking about the commissioners, the ones in charge, the mayors, like they're all deeply within this movement that we're trying to change. So like how, you know, like it's so difficult to, where do we even begin to have to give them this different perspective and to change from what, they used to do back then like, like it starts with conversation and we're having those conversations now so as much as it looks crazy and people are scared and people are annoyed and people are feeling all sorts of things i think that we're on the right track because no change happens without a conversation no change happens without a riot no change happens without protesting you know um that's how you get people to kind of become more self-aware and self-conscious during this whole time to even go back to our stats, there was the white celebrities that came out and said, I've done X, Y, and Z, and a, and I got a slap on the wrist and the police let me go. You know, I went to, you went to the same high school as me, and I would hear people, all the white kids talking about they were drunk driving and the police just let them go. If they had gotten, you know, caught, especially when we were all starting to become 18 years old, if they'd gotten caught, they would be part of these stats because they were coming crime but because they're white they're being get let go with a slap on the wrist if you're black in the same situation that wouldn't happen to you right you would be a part of these numbers so i think that this these statistics yeah i understand i'm taking it with a grain of salt because i understand the biases that aren't being put into place and they're not being controlled for when we're reporting these stats Mm. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Oh, wait, I'm just seeing this notes that um our, our producer is saying marijuana actually got decriminalized, decriminalized in Jamaica in 2015, which makes sense because I went there, I think, 2018. Mm-hmm. I, so that's why probably I saw everything like, you know, like marijuana was everywhere. Like yeah. they have like plants and stuff where you can go visit like farms, marijuana farms. So I guess it became part of their tourist attraction. The, maybe that's why they even decriminalized it. Maybe they wanted to do it for tourist attractions. I don't know. But, you know, when I went there, it was everywhere. It was in your face. And, and the price difference compared to, like, if you buy weed in Jamaica and you come here, you're going to feel like you're being got. Like, <laughs> like what? The prices? You will literally get a whole, like, a large amount. Like, let me see the size. Of, like, you probably get at least one ounce 
for like i believe probably under like 80 dollars, i believe like there and if you want to buy it here it's way more than that way more than that and it's insane but i i feel like a friend of mine was buying one at one point and i was so shocked i don't know i don't, I don't my pricing isn't accurate but like he really paid a low amount for it and i was like my jaw dropped like how much did you say like there's no way it was so cheap but the are lower in jamaica or here in jamaica here, here like in the Jamaican country than it is in the United States. Okay. Yeah. So, and I was a little shocked because I, I don't know, I, I for some reason thought because they, would, they had so much more there, maybe it would cost more maybe because it was like a tourist attraction, you know, everybody yeah. sees Jamaica as reggae and you see, you know, the whole like relaxed lifestyle. So I don't know, maybe I just thought because people come to visit there, it would cost yeah. more. Because I thought you guys said everything costs an arm and a leg. I, look, I don't know why, but it was much cheaper. Like the people I was with were smoking every single day. Like it was that cheap. And I was just like, yo, because I knew when they come here, you one, you can't take that on the plane. You can't bring it back. <laughs> and if you come here, I mean, you can't get the same deal. So what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me let me touch on something a little fun. Um, I mean, if you are a smoker, then you'll probably know um, about marijuana, like in the information and like work. To be honest, I was learning about I, I've smoked, I think, once or two, maybe let me just say a total like, of like five times in my lifetime. And each time I've smoked, I have aggressively coughed, guys. Like, I almost died. So it's not exactly for the weak of heart. Like, it's like I, I, I prefer edibles. But anyway, when I was reading about it, I've learned that um, if, if you, you know about marijuanas or you know about dispensary, then you might know about Indica, Sativa, and the hybrid. So just a little explanation of what that is indica originates from the hindu kush mountains of india and is believed to have a relaxing effect on the user sativa has a more energizing effect while the hybrid is a combination of the two i honestly cannot tell you which ones i've had like i just know that at one point i am hyper at one point i'm sleepy at one point i'm hungry i don't know <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the combo but like i feel like regardless of which one you smoke you're probably going to be hungry regardless i think that's the after effect of any type of marijuana you smoke you get the munchies it comes with the territory so yeah. i don't really know which ones i've had because i usually don't buy them people usually offer it and then i'm like you know after like peer pressure i'm like fine you know and then before you know I'm <laughs> like the whole night like it's it's depressing and i just look so weak so i just said you know what i don't do smoking if you have an edible maybe a brownie maybe a, a gummy bear or a gummy worm you know something like that i might pop it maybe a cookie you know i'll eat it but my experiences we might talk about that towards the end i want to talk about our experiences with it um with the questions <laughs> yeah but anyway do you have anything else you want to add before we go into the questions no i don't have anything to add i told okay, you well, great Oh yeah, I guess we can just go right into that. So, I, you, you, I want you to tell me your your experience here. So, have you used marijuana before? Which you kind of already touched on. In what form and what was your experience? Like your most vivid okay. experience. I have only tried it once before, um, wow. and that was in I want to say like 2015 or so, 2014 or 2015. Like after college, it wasn't in college. I never even touched this crap. I just, I don't know. It just never appealed to me. Um, I tried it after college. Like I went back to my, um, 
to my college that I had graduated from to like visit old friends. And then everyone was, you know, smoking like, Oh, try it. You've never done it. Just once. Just do it this one time. It's not that big a deal. It's actually really relaxing and cool. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, fine. Since like, I'm known to be the uptight friend. I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever. I'll prove to you guys that I can do this one thing this one time. And so we started off with like, chocolate like edible chocolate and it didn't taste like anything it just tasted like chocolate i'm like okay cool whatever is that it i don't feel like that's how to get you literally <laughs> you don't feel anything until you taste that second bite and then more mj's just like oh for real that's how it is and that's when it creeps up my story gets worse um i didn't feel anything at that point i'm like okay cool let's go this is what it's like it just it's just chocolate okay cool so then after that we went to another friend's part like uh pre-game and when we got there it was like a marijuana house like like what's you- a marijuana house what do you mean <laughs> like, like you enter and you're just slapped in the face by how loud oh, the- like, like a hot box but like a hot house <laughs> like the whole it was an apartment which makes it worse like at house like there's more like airflow it was an apartment and like the whole apartment was like a hot box and we got in there every single person which is i don't know how much like weed was there sandra I, I don't even know like just rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds it was like never ending and everyone's like oh let's smoke again yeah i'm like okay great i don't feel anything i'll try i'll try this so then i tried that and i will say like i said it was like a hot box and it was a lot of weed like i don't even know how many like, i don't know if i puffed months i don't even remember at this point um either way I know I had some more then and then at that point I was like okay cool this is fun I don't even remember feeling anything I just felt like okay it's just fun like I don't know if it's fun from me doing something I know I'm not supposed to be doing or if it's fun from the the effects of the drug I don't know so then after that we go to a party um it was okay I don't even remember I think we were looking for somebody we lost a friend at that party (laughs) we lost a friend at that party we leave that party our way um we're on our way back to my friend's apartment where we're gonna be where i'm gonna be staying for the weekend we get in the car and we like all pile on top of each other because i don't know why there was only one car there was like 10 of us and we're like in we're in like white people town and there's police everywhere we're all freaking out at that point i'm like oh it's working because i got really paranoid i'm like oh my god the police the police the police <laughs> it's always the police that snaps everybody back to reality <laughs> my first indica- indication that like this joint is working and at, the, at that point we passed the police we didn't get stopped we're like okay fine everybody get out this car we get to the apartment everybody's changing and everybody's like going to bed me on the other hand I'm starving. I go in the fridge and I, I don't even remember what I was eating. I'm just like, oh, 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 I'm eating it. And at that point, I'm done. I scarf down all my food. And then I'm like, what's that sound? What's that sound? What's that sound? And she's like, what? I'm like, the doors are creaking. She's like, no, doing everybody's sleeping. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. After a while, I try. I don't even know if I tried to sleep or not, but then I started thinking that I was stuck in a movie. I actually thought that like me freaking out and everything and losing my mind was in a TV screen and there was people watching me and laughing at me. And I was like, oh gosh, I'm in a movie. I can't get out of it. I'm in a movie. I'm in a movie. And she's like, okay, just calm down. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Then I start crying. <laughs> After going from the parent, wow. I start crying. Like, I'm like, God is never going to forgive me. He's not going to forgive me. I'm not going to make it. 
God. It was really bad. She's like, okay, just calm down. You're fine. It's whatever you took. You're going to be fine. And I literally was screaming and crying about how God is not going to forgive me and how I wasn't going to make heaven. I don't know how I calmed down. I went to bed and that was it. And I never touched that shit again. Wow. That kind of experience is enough for you to decide not to touch it again? (laughs) Yep. Yep. It was fun, but then it wasn't. But then it was like everything that I thought it was. Like, I'm the kind of person that likes to be in control. Like, I like to be in control of my life, of the activities around me. I'm a little bit... And it just... I I can't... Yeah, I need to be. That's why I don't be using it. Even when I use it, I always try to be around people I'm safe with because then if something goes wrong, I'm like, you're going to take me home, right? You're going to watch me. You're going to protect me, right? 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 Like, I I cannot afford to look crazy out here. I don't want you telling me what I did last night and me having no memory. That's my biggest fear. I'm just like, I did what? You said what? Let me me tell my quick story of what happened before we get off and then we're going to read our um, sources. So mine was a little crazy because... The cops actually showed up, but let me, <laughs> yeah. So I was at Howard. Um, and of course, you know, smoking weed at Howard at black school with all these kids being exposed. It's not like it's, it was bound to happen. And my ex introduced my ex was a huge weed smoker and he just couldn't like, he couldn't understand the fact that I've never smoked it before. And I was like, I don't like, I live in Howard County. We don't do that shit over there. <laughs> so he was just like, oh no, no. You, you know, when people are like, you never smoked it. No, we got it. You got to smoke it now. Like, so it was like, of course, peer pressure. So I was like, I don't, it's okay. I don't need it. You know, I'm good. Like, okay. And he was like, no, 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 no. We're gonna like tonight, tonight. So I was like, okay, fine. So I go to his apartment. And all his friends, like six to eight of them. I'm like, what the hell? What is that? Basically, it was like a hot house, like you said. Like it was like, <laughs> So I was like, where are all these people coming from? So all these friends, his friends brought friends. I guess it was a get together, but like with weed. So then they started smoking. Mind you, apparently they hide their weed in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so their weed is hidden in the fridge and that's how they keep themselves protected. But you're also in an apartment complex that says no smoking. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they had a white neighbor, not to be stereotypical, but yeah. always a Karen reporting something. So I guess we were having too much fun. The sound was too loud. Before we know, we, were, we heard like boom, boom, boom on the door. Like oh. boom, boom, boom. We were like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. mind you, I, w- I had been choking already. I was like, ah, my eyes were red. I couldn't even breathe. I was like, this is too much. I was in the bathroom, like my face in the sink, like pouring water. Like I can't handle this. And so I was just trying to spit it all out. And then I hear boom, boom, boom at the door. Everybody's like, silent, silent, silent. Like everybody's like, relax, relax. In like five seconds, they poured all the weed in the trash, took out all the smoke butts, stuffed them in the back of the freezer, closed the fridge. Everything was like shut down in like five seconds. I was still in the bathroom and then the cops walked in. They're like, all right, everybody, get out, get out. Go outside, line up at the wall, line up at the wall. I'm like, oh my God, this is my first time smoking weed and I'm about to get arrested. Like, oh my God. like, I can't believe this is happening. And I was like, oh my God, I'm barely even 21. My ID doesn't even say that I can vote. Like, oh my God. Like, I was freaking out. And I was like, I just got to Howard. I'm a freshman. My mom is going to call. They're going to remove me out of Howard. I'm going to die. This is it. This is it. And I was in the bathroom freaking out. So I was like, what, what do I do, Dwayne, you ask? I hid under the bed. <laughs> I went to hide under the bed because I didn't know what else to do. And I didn't hide under the guy's bed that I was staying with. I went to his roommate's room to hide under his bed. <laughs> and so when the cops started going door to door and like knocking on all the rooms in that apartment complex, okay, come out, come out, come out. People were coming out. And then they started lining up at the wall saying, bring your ID, bring your ID. So I was like, okay, okay. okay. So I'm hiding on the bed. I'm like breathing hard. Like, oh my God, please let them just leave. Let them. So the guy looks under the bed and pulls the sheet. It's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, I'm just visiting my friend <laughs> under his bed. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so she, she the, the leader was just like, just get up, just get up, come with me. I was like, is this the cop that pulled you out of there or the roommate that pulled you out? The of cop. There? The cop came and found me. <laughs> and the cop was like, come with me, come with me outside. Line up at the door. So they asked me for my state ID. I pulled it out. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, in my, I was like trying to be so calm, but like I was freaking out in my head. I was trying to, because the thing is, I was still high here, you know. So I was like, if the cab, you know, I wasn't driving. I wasn't doing anything illegal or anything. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And so they pulled me at the door. And they asked me for my ID, along with like six of us lined up at the wall. And then they said, okay, you know what? We're not going to do anything crazy here. Just take your ID. If you don't live here, just leave right now. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, okay, like say less. I took my ID and I ran out of there. I was like out the door. So I called my boyfriend at the time. I was like, what am I supposed to do now? I'm outside of your apartment. I can't come back in because apparently I was got caught smoking weed. You're the one who lives here. What are we going to do? Like, I came here to see you, nigga. Like, I was freaking yeah. And so he was just like, just wait, just wait. When the cops are all gone, I'll just come back and get you downstairs and you can sleep here for the night. I was like, okay, okay. And so that was pretty much how that happened. I had another moment at Howard University as well where it was a whole crazy experience. And I'll just say I woke up on FaceTime with my ex at the time. I wow. believe I was completely naked. Waking oh my gosh. Up. I could not explain how it happened. And I had just walked home, straight walked from the basketball game because I thought I was being harassed by the Chinese delivery man <laughs> in a basketball game. And I walked all the way back to my dorm, which was about two miles away at yeah. night at like 12 a.m. And I woke up in the morning like, what happened? And my ex was like, you were just on FaceTime. I don't know what the hell you're going, but you called me on FaceTime and I just, you know, let you sleep on FaceTime. I was like, oh my God, I thought something else happened because I had woken up naked. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like what happened to me last night? He was yeah. just like, yeah, you were just freaking out and you just called and, you know, laid in bed and just, I guess you were hot or something looking for food. I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so my experiences were very, yeah, very, very uh, vivid and definitely an experience. Obviously, I don't forget. Even the ones I still have recently where I, eat an edible because I ate, I ate an edible this year so even with those experiences something still happens where I'm just like what the hell I mean I'm just like in my own movie like floating in my bed like <laughs> it's not for everybody at all that's why I don't do the weed thing I can't smoke it even with the edible I gotta plan accordingly it can't just be something that's yeah. usually planned accordingly but usually random or somebody says oh I'm gonna bring an edible so I prepare my mind but I just can't walk into a place and be like okay I'm just gonna smoke some weed today it's not me yeah Yes, but yeah, thank you guys. That's that's our experience, and that's how we feel about marijuana legalization in the United States. And free all my niggas, you know, like <laughs> free them, free them because they don't deserve to be in jail for that long for this menial task that y'all, you know, capitalizing on. So free them all. Um, but for this episode, of course, Black Lives Matter, support that. We have a link therapy, which are primary care at BetterHelp at Helping Minds employee assistant programs and therapy for black girls.com always there for you better help is free for one month so go ahead and try it i'm pretty sure during the pandemic it's free for one month instead of one week and you can get therapy within 24 hours online virtually um my stats came from drug stats um drug abuse stats.com or org drug abuse.gov and um the types of marijuana we talked about in Dika sativa and the hybrid they're also from a different like beginners i guess if you want to learn about it if you're trying to go into that route there's also a link for that so yeah that's it guys thank you so much for coming to our another episode and if you haven't already write a review even if you like this episode another episode write something positive or just give it five stars you know or whatever yep. you feel like i guess so people can find us the more people we review the more people find us and enjoy the topics as well so we'll see you on the next episode bye bye <laughs>